Hey Gilbert here and you're listening to Useful Ways of Thinking. My job is to help you think through the things that matter to you most in a way that has you going from problem to solution in the shortest period of time with the least amount of risk. Let's go. Okay, in this episode, I detail while why no one wants therapy. No one. And uh, this was actually um, made for a friend of mine. And it is mainly in English, but there are some Afrikaans. But in the short stint, the bulk of the meat is in English and I think some of the jokes and stuff are in Afrikaans. If I offend anyone during this episode, good, I'm happy. Um, At least I'm doing something right. So I hope you enjoy it and let's go. Hi Catherine, ek gaan try my bykie vannacht te wees, soos iemand wat haar tappels verkoop, en ek het die hele dag, ek verkoop haar tappels, 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 tappels. Alright, kyk hier so, hier is scenario. You the counselor, I am coming to you. Alright, here's the deal. There's a reason why I'm coming to you. Now, typical counselor thinks that People are coming to them because they want counseling. That's a mistake. That's a huge mistake. Because no one wants counseling. No one wants therapy. No one, in fact, no one wants help. We want the benefits that we think the help will give us. Alright? That's what we want. We want the benefits. So meaning, when I come to you, let's say I have um, I have an anger issue, and uh, uh, you know, every now and again, I, I I beat the wife. Right? Let's say that's that. But now I'm reaching out for counseling. Okay. So there's something on the other side of counseling that I want but I'm being stopped in some way I'm being prevented I'm being delayed alright and so it's important to get clear on that and that's why I'm a big proponent of having a results based interaction with a client that doesn't mean that you like listen I don't want to hear about that all of all of that right now because you know we have to go for the result the result the result and you can't just allow people to be and to talk and whatever sure you can do that some people they just need to be listened to because they don't get that in their lives and that's of value to them that's nice that's beautiful that's Alice I'm not nice okay I am beautiful though but okay so um, I'm not there for that. I was like, okay, if you just want to sit around and, and chat, 
and you know then by all means do it but do it with someone else I'll refer you I'll find someone for you myself that's all good but if you're coming to me you're coming to me for results and that's what you're gonna get it's plain and simple so that's that's the first thing they have there's something on the other side of therapy now for most therapists they think that the client needs therapy the client doesn't need therapy the client needs to be out there living their mother effing life they don't need therapy okay they don't even want therapy no one does we don't want engineering we want bridges we want cars we want stuff okay that's what we want don't tell me about yeah engineering don't tell me about how long it takes to grow an apple just give me a bloody apple all right thank you eve yeah Irwaya. okay so i i hope you get what i'm saying right people want the results but now what happens is because most therapists are trained to think that people want therapy and they need therapy i mean it's two things that they don't want to need well one thing actually so because of that what's going to happen is in your interaction with a client in the first session what typically happens is they set up a scenario they set up a situation they set up the person's expectations to line up with certain core beliefs these are the beliefs that they've been taught either directly and explicitly or implicitly but they learned the stuff during their training and these are the specific beliefs that make things that make change take a long time and that makes them take no responsibility them meaning the therapist make them take no responsibility and also um, doesn't put the client on the hook actually gets them off the hook and so they are also acting irresponsibly and then obviously things take a long time and when things take a long time it just reinforces these beliefs that I'm talking about okay what are these beliefs is a powerful change takes a really long time therapy must take a long time you had a long time you you developed this problem over a long time so isn't it reasonable to think that it's also going to take some time to figure it out you know and 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 stuff like that so um, the expectation in terms of time is this is gonna take a long time okay that's number one secondly the belief that oh um, you must be ready to change you know there's an old joke that uh, you know <laughs> how many psychologists does it take to change a life uh, a light bulb you know the answer is it only takes one but the light bulb actually has to want to change that's bull when someone comes to you for whatever reason okay they've got a problem that has persisted for a while you don't have an issue 
or we are not going to have an argument one argument and then you run off to to a to a therapist it doesn't happen that way okay normally it's a it's a circumstance that persists okay that's why you you seek help right so one of the things that keep the problems keep them keeping on is resistance so if you are especially in private practice especially in private practice and people are paying you money and you're saying yeah but this person doesn't want to change listen if you are a professional which many claim to be if you are professional then you need to be adept at dealing with working with resistant people some are a little bit resistant some are like very resistant because your level of effectiveness depends upon you being able to work with someone who is highly resistant but i made a mistake i said the word effective effective implies results but if you believe you are just there to give someone therapy to give someone some counseling and you don't believe that you are there to produce results then it doesn't matter right and then it's either if the person keeps on coming then they're going to be coming for months or years or if they stop coming well then you move on to the next this is what i'm trying to tell you here no one wants therapy no one needs therapy what they need are the specific circumstances in their life they need to be able to create that they need to be able to control that they need to be able to influence that they need to live their lives in the way in which they want and they can't right now so they are here for you they are here right coming to you not for therapy they are coming for a little pit stop get them back on the race track this is the thing so now people talk about client centered car uh, rogers you know uh, listen laws are nonsense all right it can't be client centered when the person coming to you right you first convince them that this is going to take a long time that they are likely not going to get what they want in the period of time that they want i mean you just drop the bar like lilac and this is a problem obviously because therapists normally and psychologists yeah 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 i don't like them very much in in general i'm just going to be honest and uh, yeah exactly because of this in any other business this is how life works in any other business i'm going to pay you money and you are going to give me in return you're going to give me something of value meaning you have an obligation you are responsible to help me attain a particular result okay i'm paying for that but this is not how it works and i will flesh out for you why I'm sure you you have heard of this or maybe you've done it yourself where you go to one doctor they tell you something you think you know what I want a second opinion. Okay. Have you ever heard someone 
going for a second opinion, going from one psychologist to another or, or one counselor to another for a second opinion. No. Have you ever heard of a doctor being sued for malpractice, for incompetence, whatever? Yeah, many of them. Okay, have you ever heard of a psychologist or a counselor being sued for the same thing? No. So here's what it is. If I have a session with you and man, change happens, results happen, then guess what? I'm amazing. I'm an amazing therapist. I, 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 I'm the shit. But if it doesn't happen and like two years later you're still in the, in the position that you came to me in the first session, you sit in the same position, then it's you. You are not ready to change. You are not committed to change. But it's you. So it's never me. I'm not responsible. But I want to call myself an expert. I want to call myself a professional. And yet I'm taking zero responsibility for results. So there's a further problem with this. And it's that let's compare two um let's compare two therapists right the one okay both of them charge the same rate let's say it's thousand bucks for a session okay john handles whoever comes to him in like five sessions or less on average like five sessions or less right and James, on average, handles people in, let's say, 20 sessions. Okay, so that's obviously a longer period of time. So both charge, uh, both charge a thousand bucks, which means for every one client, John will make five thousand rand. For every one client, James will make. 20,000 rand. Just see the difference here. Who's more effective? John is more effective. Who gives people what they want in the shortest possible time? It's John. But who gets rewarded the most financially? It's James. So in other words, through his incompetence, James is making more money. Okay. Just, I, I want to point out this conflict. And I'm not saying that people are purposefully doing that, although I am sure, just by my knowledge of people, that there are unethical people out there doing this on purpose. But the way the profession is set up, and with these certain beliefs that I've only scratched the surface on here, things take longer. And when things take longer, and your medical aid hasn't run out, or you still have money to pay me every month, then yes, I'm making money. So that's that's a problem with the profession. There's a there's a there's a built-in conflict of interest there because it's not in my interest then as someone who has a rent to pay, as someone who has a reception person to pay, as someone who wants to make money. It's not in my interest to help you in two sessions. 
I don't want to know how to help you in two sessions. It's a lot better for me to help you in 20 sessions. Right? So all this talk about client-centered, khutarkis, whatever, 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 it's largely bullshit. Now, that's general, that's the industry, that's khutar. Let's get back to you, Kev. Let's get back to you. Okay. When you're sitting down with someone, you have to recognize that there's something that they want. There's something that they need. And it is not therapy. And it is not counseling. And it is not advice. There's something on the other side of that that they want. No one wants the therapy. Everyone wants the benefits that come from the therapy. Okay? Numero uno. That is important. Secondly, it is not uncommon. In fact, it is very common to encounter resistant people. I don't care what the reason for their resistance may be, but you will encounter resistant people. And to say that, oh, this person is resistant, I can't work with them, that's unacceptable. That's like a mechanic saying, yeah, um, uh, I'm phoning about your car, you, you, you brought it in. Yeah, but this car is not working properly. What must I do? I mean, you're the mechanic, fix the damn thing. Right? So you have to be able, I'm not saying fix people, because people largely are not broken, but that's another little one of these beliefs. Anyway, but um, yeah, people want the results. They don't want therapy. And so don't, don't give them therapy, give them results. Okay. So the rest of what I'm going to share with you is a methodology. It's a framework. It's a way to know whether you can help someone. And you'll be able to know more or less how long it will take you to help someone. And you'll be able to communicate that to them in a way that gets them engaged. But more importantly than any of that, it's a way for you to know that I can indeed make a difference. I can indeed improve this person's life conditions by having them work with me. They're going to get more results. They're going to get them faster than if they went somewhere else or if they did nothing at all. Okay, that is the the base. Yeah, that is the base. And you better listen to this 20 times and Guess what? All that client-centered, oh, client-centered therapy, you know, client-centered, it's largely bull. People talk about it, but they don't do it. And those in private practice, ish, I don't want to, I don't want to take the guns out here, but I'm just saying, in order for therapy to be client-centered, your business model has to be client-centered. Right. That's the, we, we can't have a conflict here between the client and the therapist. But, but, but Mark probably in peace. Right, so, so that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's one thing right there. You know. Um, anyway. 
not to drag this on too long I think I've made my main point which is no one wants therapy no one wants counseling no one wants help no one wants advice okay it's not an end in itself it is a means to an end right it's a means to an end and uh, yeah okay I'm not gonna talk nonsense any further because I could go all day um, that's the main point essentially so let's start there let's recognize that and without that we've got an issue secondly I'm just gonna say this in closing that being the case it's important to define those goals and the results now where this becomes a problem is sit down with any therapist any uh, counselor any psychologist whatever right sit down with them and ask one simple question please take out your phone take out your computer take out your journal or your notebook and show me your strategic life plan I bet you they don't have one show me your list of goals I bet you they don't have that what results are you trying to achieve I bet you they don't have that so now you have a person and I'm, I'm very serious as I say this you have a person whose life is not geared towards results whose life is not directed in that way and so it's no problem for them to not set goals with you but even further than that even if they do say okay let's set goals they will not be effective they will not be effective because that is a very particular skill and I'm talking here from experience unfortunately and I wish I was wrong I pray to goodness that I was wrong but guess what I'm not wrong and I know that by now I'm not wrong I wish I was wrong because I know what it's like to be in a situation and you need certain things to change you need certain things to happen you need certain things to be achieved and you're faced with someone who's just who's just going blah 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 right we need results and unless we commit and take responsibility for results we can't call ourselves professionals in any sense of the word at all full stop we're not full stop man that was the episode um, just to reinforce I can't ever say this enough therapy only matters to the therapist they are the ones who care about it and so because of that they typically want to make the session about that without them recognizing it they are creating that situation so the session is not about you as the therapist the session is about the client in front of you and consciously you might say yeah that's 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 it you know I, I want to help these people but subconsciously there are things and a lot of it comes from your training but there are things there that prevent you from doing that 
and I'm just pointing stuff out. So we need to get clear, we need to get specific, we need to set goals, but goals in a therapeutic context, especially like when we're talking about things like depression and, and, and so on, like especially mood disorders, those goals look a, li- a little different than the goals that you you know you say I want to be a millionaire in two years. Th- those kind of goals they, they're different. And the level of specificity and planning, it's it's very particular as well. So anyway, if you listen to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not going for counseling ever again, or you're thinking this is a justification for you to to jump ship, it's not. But what I do want to share on a on a on a next occasion is how to get the most out of this relationship. As someone who's going in to see a therapist, how to get the most out of that right regardless of how good or bad the person might be and there are bad people out there there are bad doctors there are bad engineers there are bad attorneys let's not get uptight about all of this crap all right it's just the truth and unfortunately everyone else every other profession lives in something called reality and these people live in a bubble i just think it's nonsense so Let's stick to the truth. It's a lot cheaper than the feel-good lies that's running around out there. That's my little story. I will see you next time.